You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Nice palm behind you, mate. Palms looking pretty good, aren't they? A couple of thickies. Now, they needed to be, but their days are numbered because they're in this studio. Mate, I went in, like, they need a little bit of sun as well, which the boys are aware of. Are they aware of that now? Yeah, but, but I thought we did. We not already know that, and then we were like, "No, they're inside ones." Because we used to drag them out. They've got little fucking. When you go to Flower Power, this is not an ad for Flower Power, but I trust them. Yep, implicitly, they've got little uh, those things that you pull out, and it says this is what it needs. It's like a tag. A tag. Yeah, exactly. And it said it can survive in a hundred percent sunlight, Tom. But if you're going to have them indoors, they're going to need access to sun. And they don't get it because the windows are fucking tiny. And often closed. And there's one of them. So the boys are under strict instructions. They know, the, they know what's up to put them out on Friday. So let the, let the boys drink it in. So they only get Fridays in the sun. Well, I th- we sort of came up with Friday's been a good day to just go out and soak. Right, but do, do they need more than a day's worth of sun? Well, we'll see, won't we? Because at the moment they've been getting none. Well, they're brand new, right? They're looking great. I'm talking about historically. Oh, Look yeah. Look at that thing. I know. But they'll Mate. get some indirect stuff because we'll leave them in front of the doors and then over the weekend they'll get a bit yeah, of that was the idea. sunlight. Get like sort of through the... Will that work? Don't know, we'll see. They've got their food now as well. Yeah, I bought food from. Right, so that's something the toddler just hadn't been doing. I didn't know they needed food. I was giving them fertiliser and I thought that'd be enough no, to do with it. Like, at what point do you not plants. look into that when our fucking palms are dying? I've done so many Googling on these clearly, stupid like, plants. Did you go to a fucking garden centre? Did you nip I down to Flower Power and talk to an expert? Where the fuck did you ask them what to do? I did. Well, you clearly didn't because you didn't know they needed food. Mate, they said the most one of our most popular products is palm food. Okay, this guy's one of the great fucking liars we got behind us over here. <laughs> you know, I'm not a... Horticulturalist. No, but that's part Clearly. of your contract. Though. Yeah, but listen, as a, as a human being, I'm of the opinion that, that we all need to have a little bit of green thumb in us. Yeah. I thought I did, but these are just something else. We've got to all have a little bit of green thumb in us. Look at this. This is obviously a Google that Dave's done. No, this, is, this is the Flower Power website. Oh, okay. So this is where they came from. Right. Flower Power is super sore compost camionier. Don't think we got that. We got an actual legitimate... This is for ferns. This is for palms. Palm they, chow. Palm chow, Tom. That's right. Good. Palm chow. Do we owe Eddie Jones an apology? Just on... Just on... Listen. Or are we just reacting to what the news is saying? Listen, listen. This is what I would say. This is what I'd say. I would say that the article was printed in Japan... Then it was repopulated through Australian media outlets. Uh, and you and I, who trust the media implicitly... Yep, always have. Always have, always will. Mm. We're of the pardon, we're with you of the opinion, rather, Tom, that if it's good enough for the Guardian, it's good enough for us. Yep. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. That's right. Uh... And now, so really, the Australian media, we're not media. We're just fucking two guys, a couple of mics, a couple of cameras. I think that you and I would probably owe Eddie Jones an apology if we had sat down and spread a lie that we knew was a lie, as opposed to spreading good, honest Australian truth that yeah. we thought was the truth. Yes, because we trust the media implicitly. Because we trust the media implicitly. But listen, even the Australian media, it's not their fault. It's Japan's fault. But I don't want to cause some sort of international situation here. Listen, that it is Japan's I don't fault. want to sit here and blame the Japanese for something they've clearly done. Mm. But 
you know, because I'm not that way and no. kind. It's not my racket. You're not a finger pointer. No, I'm not a finger pointer. I'm merely pointing out to the punter and the dribbler that, that you could argue the Japanese are to blame. Yep. It's not what I'm. No. It's not what I'm after. It's not what I'm going at. I've also just quickly. There's also a chance that. Okay. Just quickly, tin four hats are on. Okay. Tin four hats. Tin four hat time. Is there a world, Eddie, where the the Japanese leaked the yarn that a leaked a yarn that is true and factual that Eddie Jones is going to Japan to coach the national side? Eddie Jones has seen the absolute blowback and you know explosion of anger in the Australian media landscape, and then he's going, "Oh fuck." And he's walked it back and we're like, I'm not going anywhere. Can I take uh, the tinfoil hat yarn a step further? Is that Eddie was disgruntled with the role and with the, the state of Australian rugby and maybe some promises weren't met internally. Mm. Eddie Jones reaches out to Japanese rugby. Japanese rugby make an offer, okay? That Eddie accepts. Now, if I'm Hamish McLennan, of glass of milk in France fame. Of thought he was going to get glassed, went off at a beautiful glass of cow's milk fame. Someone actually hit us up. Wait, we'll come back to that, Hamish McLennan. And he, and he gets on the blow to Eddie going, what the fuck's going on? And they maybe hash out some sort of agreement whereby he doesn't leave if certain internal private assurances are made. Mm. Is that possible? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, tinfoil hat it is. Because where there's smoke, there's fire. Listen, I don't know the Japanese to be a people of... Not their racket. ...throwing a cat amongst the pigeons, you know what I mean? Of just like sort of causing drama. Well, I was of the opinion they were of, uh, were honourable. Honourable, noble people. That's right. So there's... And, you know, there's every chance that, that Eddie may be just, uh, you know, treat a mean, keep him keen, like, oh, Australian rugby, like, stop fucking me around. Now, did he come out and say... Did he, did he respond to... Uh, the media's sort of articles as f false as lies, or did he just come out and say, I'm, "I am just letting you know"? He I was like, "I don't know where that's come from." Okay, he was like, "I don't know where that's come from," because I'm I'm committed to Australian rugby. He says that whilst he's he and and again, you know what? Like full respect to him, like he's hard to he fucking annoys the shit out of me. And there are moments where I'm like, "Fuck that guy," but then he comes out and everyone's like, and one of the questions he got asked was like, "So, you know, how do you feel now about?" Telling the media they should uppercut themselves, and he's like, "Well, you know, like, you know, like, it basically became it was quite like self-effacing. It was like, yeah, you know, maybe I should give myself an uppercut." He's like, "You know, we all say some shit sometimes. I still think it was a bit fucking angry, but he's like, mate, you know, we all say dumb shit sometimes. Maybe I probably shouldn't have said it." I'm like, I respect people like that so much more than people who are just like. Obviously, you and I have never had to apologise for anything, so it's a different situation. Well, we've never got anything wrong. No. And that's what, I think that's, that's probably the where the difference is. That's where the difference is. So we've never had to be self-effacing because we haven't done anything wrong. Now, obviously, that time will come eventually. Sure. Maybe. Maybe. Unlikely. Unlikely. Maybe it won't. But I really do respect the way he's like doing that. I like a man that can walk walk back an uppercut, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Or and turn, turn around on himself. Up, yeah, turn on himself. I respect that. I think that, I think it makes a, I think it takes a man rather, Tom. Or woman. Or woman. You just farted. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. No, I didn't. But thank you for that. 
You farted oh, the other day, feet. didn't you? Well, I did. I shit myself on the podcast on Monday. Punters and Dribblers. He did. He did. We couldn't. Uh, we couldn't include it. It's. It's worth just acknowledging. I want. I want the pub. The punter and the dribbler to know though that I pushed internally as much as I could to have it included. Mm. I wanted it cut up into a reel. Mm. I was vetoed. Tom and I have veto powers. But each. listen, there's absolute veto power, and we can veto shit. Listen, put it this way. It's. It's not never going to see the light of day. It was more just in the moment. I was like, "Listen, let's just well, let's let the let's let the poo settle." I think I think it was a tough call for you to make in the moment, knowing that you'd just thrown your undies out. It was that's a it's you know what I mean. I was in the I was in a real sort of a phase of like just trying to come to terms with the fact that at thirty four I've shit myself again. Yeah, on camera, <laughs> three cameras. Yeah, three cameras, two mics, three mics if you include Dave's, four cameras, four, if you include four mics if you include Tobler's, F- four mics. Four cameras. Lighting, set. Yeah. In front of your uh, employees. Front of your mate, in front, in of, front of your mate. So I, I completely respect that in that moment, Tom, you weren't prepared to share that with the world, yeah. even though I think the world needed the to world, see well, it. Well, the world needs to see it, and at some point they will see it. As we said last week, like the world is suffering at the moment in various forms and various ways, and sometimes the power of a good poo in a pant yeah, uh, can power, heal. Shitting yourself... Can heal the world. On camera, can really, you know, put a smile on the doll of the globe. And, yeah, as I said, at some point it will. And, listen, credit to me mm. for coming back and fucking fronting up to the cameras again and being like, oi, I shit myself, by the way. Yeah, you got to be Daddy Jones. you got to be Daddy Jones. Yeah, I do. And also credit to me for coming in here and fucking telling Jarch and Lou. I was like, oi, guess what? I shit myself the other day. You want to see the footage? I think you got to lean into poo. you got to lean into everything. Yes. I think you gotta Least lean of in- all poo. Most of all. Most of all, but you got to lean into anything funny. You know what I mean? You get caught, you get papped on the beach, fucking trying to throw punches, Clavelli clobber. You lean into it. Yep. You poo yourself on your own podcast after exclaiming a little. Ooh. Well, after what? Like, was it fucking like maybe a liter and a half of ice long black coffee? See, that, I mean, that's the problem. It, it was just too much coffee. It's too. It's too much. Simply coffee. too much coffee. You have your long black at home, and then you nip by Macca's and you get the large. Can we see how many shots are in a large iced coffee? Ice long black, ice long black from Macca's. It couldn't be. It couldn't be. And then I mean, couldn't the, be south of five. Those coffee pods. Is that like one shot? How many shots are in a pod? Uh, if you press that middle button, it's two. Okay, so probably two. So I might have had two at home beforehand as well. You definitely had two at home. But it's sometimes I have one. No, it would. I would have had two. So yeah. So if you put one pod but press the middle thing, it's two shots. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I had two shots at home. Plus five. Maybe plus six. whatever. Plus whatever a large ice on black from Macca's is. I just don't think six shots in 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 twenty minutes is healthy. No. Well, clearly because I shit myself. <laughs> um, and vomited. And vomited. But the vomiting, I'll take a vomit every day of the week. I, initially, I thought I was actually just unwell, but I bounced back way too quick. Like once that was gone and done, it was like, oh no, you're fine now. You just pooed your pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I tell you what, the giveaway was is when he walked back in and he looked at the chair and had to inspect the chair. Oh mate, well, you don't want to poo on your own chair. Left. That'd be tough. We'd already inspected it because you yeah. played it cool in front of us. You didn't front up to it straight away, <laughs> mate. I had to but play it cool. You got to play these things cool. Well, listen, yeah. I've, it's not my first rodeo either. So, like, you know, I've been here and done not, it. They're not your first time in the cell. Not my first time, you know, soiling the the dax, as it were. So, um, you know, I wasn't. I was. I was rattled to the point of going, "Am I sick?" So I've just thrown up and shit myself. Yeah. 
I also think when you refer to it, you shit myself is the is the way. You don't go like I pooed my pants. You, know, no, you shit, shit myself. I shit myself. Um, or you, or if I'm referring to you, I sh- you shit yourself. You shit yourself, shit myself. Shit ya, shit me. That's basically that's the Australian. That's well, it's just the way you talk about it. Colloquialism. Yeah, vernacular. Vernacular. So uh, basically, that's our way of not apologising to Eddie Jones. Correct. We um, won't do it. Now, but also acknowledging that leading into stuff, as Eddie did by uppercutting himself, and Tom did by admitting that he shit himself on live TV. Podcast. Except it wasn't live. And it was not TV. It was live for me. I saw it happen live. Yeah, you did. But you didn't know what you were saying at first. You must have had an inkling. I, I, I had an inkling, and I think you can see that in my look at Tobler going... Well, I think afterwards, we were looking at the footage after, I wanted you go, <laughs> you go... I think he might have just shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Because, uh, oh yeah, anyway. Anyway, uh, back to Hamish McLennan. Yep. We have it, because when we were talking about him in the glass of milk and the glass and all that sort of stuff, it wasn't many people. But, like, we were sort of taking the piss out of it, right? But And there weren't many people. There's a couple of people who, like, were sort of commenting on the YouTube being, like, really disappointed about your the way you spoke about that, like, fucking people. You should be dick. Denouncing people Like approaching people And all that sort of shit And I was like Nah Like I get what you're saying I would never I don't think we would ever Condone going up And glassing someone Or abusing someone Or threatening someone We just had it on Good authority And by good authority Maybe people who were In the fucking room When it happened The way it was described In the newspaper Was not at all how it happened And that there was at Never at any point Any aggression There was like Like a robust conversation Maybe about like rugby But like it wasn't and by robust, I don't even think it was like... It's not like it was yelling. It's like, hey, bro. I think it was robust discussion about the state of rugby union. Yeah, like it wasn't... Again, Listen, it weren't c- there. This is what we've heard by multiple sources, that there was never even an inkling of glassing and that's that it was a little bit fucking... Uh, pantomime like, victim shit. I think... Listen, I think when I it comes to... I don't know if pantomime it, if, it's, if it's... If it's just a little bit of robust conversation, as the head of rugby, you got to fucking... You got to be there for that. You know what I mean? It's just part of the like. If a dribbler comes up to us and starts being like fucking blah blah blah, it is again, what it is. It is what it is. You don't go, oh mate, with the family, mate. Like, oh, don't glass me. Obviously, don't glass me. But like, well, that goes without saying. Yeah, but I don't think glassing was on the table. I think the only thing that was on the table was a was glass a glass of milk. Of milk. But, but I hope was enjoyed. So yeah, dude, the fact he drank it, also like what drink it. Hey, fuck off, cunt. I'm not drinking the milk. Like, Yeah, but well, maybe... maybe It maybe, wasn't threatening. But maybe he doesn't mind a glass of milk. Exactly. Who doesn't? Actually, I don't love it these days. If you get... If a, like a, a glass of cold oh, milk... Oh, cold shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... You're saying nah, bro? No, no. I, I love some ice cold milk. Definitely. But I don't drink milk really anymore. I know. I miss those days. I do. But I also don't. I do and I don't. You know, I've grown up. I've matured. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five-star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need... Uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. 
As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. BeGoodHealth.com.au, code Dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the, uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. There if you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rosé on there, code MANLY, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. We love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Are people still out there drinking milk, like smashing milk? Where, what's what's where's milk at now? Well, Dave? do you remember? Can milk, I get some? Ned God. Brockman's coming out with coming out with the milk. Oh, congratulations, Ned. Well done, mate. Ned's milk. Ned's milk. Ned's milk. Ned's milk. Ned's milk. Ned's milk. I, I, listen, milk. I would assume he's gonna send us some, right? Yeah. Love to try it. Well, listen, Tom, I'd be, after all we've done for Ned. <laughs> Put him on the map. Like, no one knew who Ned was until we were talking about it. You know what I mean? Ah. You could argue what he did wasn't even that impressive. <laughs> <laughs> you ever shit yourself on camera, mate? Yeah. Get some real problems. You get some real fucking problems, mate. Run across Australia? Righto. Righto, bro. Uh, is, I think the least Ned could do for us would be to give us some of his chocolate milk. Yeah. I can't help but say, I, I can't deny how I felt about it when I saw him fucking necking a chalky milk. Turned me on. Oh, big time. Do you see he's over in, I think, Perth at the moment. He's putting out, like, in his uh, Instagram. He's like, oi, I'm going for a run at four in the morning starting at Cottesloe. Come if you want. Had, like, fucking 40 people out there running with him. Four in the morning. Man, man's a needle mover. Yep. He can move a needle. Anyway, that's impressive. That milk, though. The milk, I, I look forward to trying it. I look forward to trying something. I'll also just buy it. I will buy it, but I wouldn't mind. I'd know. like to know. Like, I mean, is it Woolies? Yeah, Woolies, I believe. Don't hold me to that. 
but I think so. I won't hold you to it. You probably just Google it and find out. But um, what were you, Dave? You've, have you come back with anything over there, man? Yeah. So, well, I was going to point out, and I think we did speak about it on a previous podcast. The GWS Giants player who replaced his water intake with milk. Yeah, so there's him. So Milk still gets a run, but I do have some stats here from the 2021 to 2022 season, which I guess is like, I don't know, when Milk is in season, whatever that means. Australians consumed more than 2.5 billion litres of drinking milk, and that's only 30% of the estimated 8.5 billion litres of raw milk that's produced in Australia, the rest going to either exporting or in the making of dairy products. Okay. Did you find out how many shots of coffee are in a large ice long black from Macca's? Well, according to the McDonald's website, it says one shot of coffee. There is over 250 milligrams of caffeine in it. But as like I think maybe a long black is just one shot of coffee with more water in it. But no, nah, because listen, put it, th- put it this way. If you put, and listen, maybe there's an element of truth there. But what I'm trying to say is like, if you're getting a large ice long black or if you're getting a large coffee, you're getting more coffee that's what you want, Well, right? so like, like, put it this way. More if, water if will get, dilute get, the fucking colour. Sm- if you get a small latte, guess how many shots are in it? Have a guess. One. One. If you get a large, guess how many shots are in it? Just have a wild fucking guess. One. Two. It's Otherwise, you're getting a fucking big glass of milk. Yes, exactly. It goes but, up. It's but ramped can, up. They can also change how much the coffee is diluted with water, which is why standard long black is still one shot even though it's more coffee than a lot. Why is it not more diluted in colour then? I don't know. I'm, I'm telling you right now, the size of that fucking thing, the darkness of the colour. It's more than one shot. That's absurd. And if it isn't, then daddy's got a pooing problem. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't make sense to me just logically, right? If you've got the same amount of coffee and more water, it shouldn't be as dark. Well, it can be, so single shots or double shots. They traditionally don't go over a double shot unless you ask. But I think large coffees are double shots. So I think Eddie's right there. But yeah. if you get a fucking large icy, that thing's a monster, which I now, I've downsized to a medium. Everyone will be pleased to know. Yeah, he did. So credit to Tom. Credit where credit's Credit to, to me. A lot of credit to me today. A lot of credit to you today. Speaking mate. of shit themselves, wasn't there someone on a plane? Yeah. So on an EasyJet flight, so an EasyJet flight was cancelled, and all the passengers had to disembark after someone on board the aircraft defecated on the airplane bathroom floor. The flight was going from uh, a Spanish island, Tenerife, to Gatwick in London. Um, it was already delayed by several hours, and uh, two hours after the scheduled departure, they had to wait on the ground for more than an hour while they offloaded all the bags and got everyone off the flight. Why? Because they took a fucking steam and shit on the floor. So hang on. So th- th- they th- was this was this a matter of like I'm trying to make it to the toilet and I and I fucked it and I shit all over the floor. And is it did they shit all over the floor in the toilet? Yeah. Or in the cabin? In the toilet. This is interesting. So uh, I feel like you could just lock the door and just go. This is one's out of order. I also think if you're making it all the way to the toilet and you, it's like okay, here's your options: shit in your pants, shit on the floor. Don't you? Do you shit your pants, or maybe you don't? If you're Ma- the person shitting, maybe maybe that maybe the final like bit of effort for them was getting the dax down, and as they did, it's just gone boom yeah. all over the floor. I guess you would prefer to shit on the floor of somewhere than shit in your clothes, especially about to get on. You got a huge problem if you shit if you shit down in in your pants, especially on a flight. You yep. you're up against it. Then I'm just surprised that they just don't seal the door off and go fucking. You wouldn't want you just leave it there. 
To disembark the plane? I get you. Easy jet. Maybe it's an easy jet. Thing. I reckon if you did a vote, people would go, mate, I've got places to be. I don't want to get off the fucking flight and find a new one and fuck around for I afternoon. can't understand smell, so I don't know how bad. Like, this thing could have been fucked. Just, you fl- how long's the flight? Could you not just cover the whole floor in fucking paper? Paper, like toilet paper? What's that going to do? We'll stop it slopping around first and foremost. Coming running under out the, under the door. Running out under the door. Yeah. Bit of sawdust. Then just no, you sp- at primary school. Spray a bit of Dao in there, lock it up, move everyone that's directly near the shitters a couple of seats up. And well, we thought it's a packed house. you got to sit back there and fucking, you know? Maybe give them a couple of free flights for putting up with it. I don't know. <laughs> they, so they, they said that the flight was basically delayed or cancelled due to safety reasons. Um and how is it? How is that a safety well, reason? And so this is the other. You walk into part. any public toilet in this nation, and it's a fucking bomb site. Yeah. Well, yeah. like, like if it's a safety issue, air. the council should be locking them all up. Yeah. Or knocking them down. It says they weren't sure if this was just an accident by someone, or if it was someone taking out frustration for the fact that the flight was already delayed about two or three hours. But how is it a safety issue? So this well, if you're the sort of person who's going to shit on the floor of a bathroom out of anger, maybe you got some other things in store as well when the flight kicks off. <laughs> this, um, this wasn't quite at the level of a Delta flight a few months ago that was going from Atlanta to Barcelona where someone uh, had a bout of diarrhea mid-flight and didn't make it to the bathroom. That was declared a biohazard. This one is not at that level. But I think that's what they're Again, worried about. Again, like, can I reiterate my point earlier? You want to talk biohazards? Go to the Eddy with the fucking, which was a pub in Bathurst. Yeah. Well, mate, you go to any pub around there on a Saturday night, the bathrooms. Some of the behaviours of human beings when you had a couple of beers, like, there's no point where I will go and blow up a bathroom, like, intentionally. Well, like, then you can do a fucking rank shit, but, like, you go in there and you see, like, people just explosive shits all over the place or like clogged toilets i'm like what the fuck are you doing in there mate it's like people become animal like animal monsters pretty quickly like i've always found it shook i can i can appreciate that people pissed might miss the toilet and piss on the floor i can like allow that but to rip the seat off which you see a fair bit of and to just shit all over the joint Means that you've you've almost squatted on this thing with your feet. You know what I mean? Like you haven't sat down like no. a, like a regular human being. Also, just the like, I find it's the height of rudeness, and I may have addressed this on the podcast before. But cunts who piss on toilet seats, like it is just, especially when there's troughs there, to then go and piss on a fucking toilet seat so it can't be used, or it's got to be absolutely caked in toilet paper before someone's going to sit on it for a shit, like. At the very least, wipe it off. We've got a weird toilet. Our toilet is like a disabled bathroom seat, so it can't sit up. If I come in there and one of you guys are pissed on there and not clean it, I am fucking ropeable. What do you do about it? Well, I come in and go, clean the fucking toilet seat, you dirty cunts. Don't leave piss all over it. (laughs) Like, what are we talking about? Scumbag shit. But my point is, a biohazard, what? Why, Why is it only a biohazard if you're on a flight? Well, because you can't get away from it. And if you've shit yourself in the cabin, we're <laughs> just going through. You just put him on the fucking John. But Stay there's here, poo mate. all over the place, mate. And who knows? If it was a woman in a skirt. If there's shit all over the floor and the seat and stuff, yeah. Okay. Well, that's what they're saying. Didn't make it. The bu- if you shit yourself in your seat, Eddie, that's biohazard. <laughs> Could you imagine 
how mortifying it would be by being like, I shit myself in my seat, right? Covered in my own feces. The looks I got were horrific. Well, I had to. Smell I had to. Fuck. I had to admit it to people. Or you probably try and hide it potentially, and then get caught, and then get caught in a lie, and then someone has to come over to you, a steward, and go, "Excuse me, sir, have you shit yourself?" To which you have to reply, "Yes." Then you see, there's like protocol starts. Protocol yeah, starts start, to come in. They start whispering to each other. Then they're on the, the boat of the pilot. You've got to turn around mid-flight and go, "Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, we've actually got to turn around and head for." home or make an emergency landing biohazard because of worry. this bloke it's like biohazard everyone starts wigging out thinking there's some sort of a bomb it's like no don't worry uh a man has just shit their pants and uh it's in his seat but like that that's 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 top tier embarrassment yeah like it's hard to be it'd be hard, hard to, to beat you'd want to go and just lock yourself down but you'd be like you probably would be like hey can i just lock myself in the bathroom like you're gonna need to come out in there for, for landing great thank you so much but like Imagine shitting yourself, then getting up to like try and make a run for the bathroom after you've already shit yourself, mind you. And there's like a big line, so you're just like standing in the aisle. Which would have happened? You know what I mean? You're standing there waiting. Like, there's a chance you could have dealt with it swiftly, Taylor swiftly, mm. had there been a bit of room, or had there not been a line. But now you got to go stand in the aisle. That stuff running down your leg, mate. I thought, yeah, you forget about the guy who shit himself having to sit in his seat, like. He could have been sitting in his seat for another half an hour. Who knows? They could have been two hours from home. Did what they spin it? around and go home? Or did or they make an emergency landing? landing? No, no, no. This flight, uh, the EasyJet one didn't take off. No, the Delta. The Delta one had to turn around. So it was on its way from Atlanta to Barcelona and it was turned around. They could have been over water. Wow. Hours potentially. That's fucking insane. That's hell. There's a video of the aftermath if you want to see it. Yep. Love to. A video of the aftermath. Of the EasyJet or of, of the uh, Delta? Delta. Good. Good. Because this was an in-seat operation. Oh. Oh, that's a biohazard. Oh. Oh, that's a biohazard. Oh, it's all up and down the aisle. Oh, that's a biohazard. Oh, wow. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, dude, that's a biohazard. Oh, that's a bio. Now you turn around. Oh, you dude. turn around you for that. You turn around. Wow. That was, that was for context punters and jubilees, that wasn't an in-seat situation. That was a... Shit that was down a, the aisle. That was a shit down the aisle. That's a man that, that was... Or heading, woman. Or woman that was heading for a shitter. And like, I mean, it. would it... Would it be, to get the that shit. looked like a man did that. Well, yeah, but it, like for it to be that for there to be that much on the floor of the cabin, like don't you think that's a skirt situation? <laughs> Potentially, or a dress. No, I think a I think, nice what, summer dress. I think over to Barcelona for a holiday. I think as water finds its level, so do the shit find the floor. Like it's yeah, like so the wall like, finds a way. You know, it, you're trying to work out where the leak's coming from. It's it it'll you know that that looked explosive to me. I think he's blown his undies out that bloke, and now it's down the leg. And he could have been in shorts again, going to Barcelona. I think and I'll, I can speak from very recent experience that had I not been as swiftly acting as I was, and not being on an airplane, and be able to run straight to the bathroom, we might have had our own biohazard. Like it could make its way down to the floor pretty quick. <laughs> You know, if you are shitting yourself and it's a solid poo, then like you're just like 
you there's something wrong. <laughs> no, no, no. You've made a decision. You've made a decision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If there was solid poos on the floor of that yeah, cabin, that yeah. biohazard was a terrorist attack. Which is why maybe when they f- they found a, f- a shit on the floor previously, it may well have been solid. When in which gone, case, in which case you go, there's someone. This on is here, a disgruntled passenger. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. we've lost someone's bag or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly this right. Is someone making a statement. Yeah, they were uh, they were pretty tight lipped about who the passenger was and the circumstances surrounding. Like and everyone the, on the plane knew. Yeah, the only thing that they've said is that EMTs carried the sick passenger off the plane when it landed. He was carried off, or she? They, they, yeah, they won't give out a gender. Fair enough. Would well, sort of narrow things, doesn't it? But not really. <laughs> but there's a lot of people on the flight. Yeah, there were about 360 people on the flight. Hell. Um, they said they tried to clean it at first with uh, like vanilla scented disinfectant, and there was a quote from one of the passengers that said it made it smell like vanilla shit. <laughs> oh my god! Eddie pissed on the seat, everyone, which is cool. Just after I said it, just want to let everyone know he left piss on it's the it's seat. It's up for debate. Well, there isn't. There's no debate. Uh, we piss in there all the time. We flush the toilet all the time. The water doesn't fucking splash up there. It does. Okay. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. What's going on there? Like, this one, I was trying to work out what the... F- I don't know what the fuck's going on, but she's like... All I get from this, and this isn't a bit... Like, this isn't really the waters we swim in. I'm interested in this sort of shit, but, like... She's, like, putting Will Smith on one of the great gronks of all time, it seems. Is this in reference to her coming out the other day being like, we've been separated for seven years? She was like, I was actually surprised he was referring to me as my wife. And yeah, well, like, she's just released a memoir, which is why all this stuff's coming out now. So, did she say that or is it in her memoir? No, I think it's. I think all the news articles that are coming out now are in her memoir. What a fucking piece of shit. Um, coming out, fucked her son's friend, while, like cheating on him. So he's cheated on Will with her son's friend, which is... Then f- had him on her show to talk about it, and he's sitting there like... Who? Will. Didn't you oh, see that? No, I haven't seen it. a few that. years ago. He came on the, he her, was on show. her show. Yeah, that was when he was crying. Yeah, was he was meme. like crying and shit. She's talking about oh, it. Oh, that's the meme. Yeah. That him sitting there like a cuck yeah. while she admits to fucking their son's friend. Yeah. Then he hit someone in her defense, not just someone, fucking Chris Rock. Chris Rock. And then her to be like, yeah, we weren't even really fucking husband and wife. Like, it's sort of so dismissive. It's like she wanted him to stand up for her. Then he does it. And it's like, yeah, but like, I wasn't even your wife, dude. Why the fuck are you talking? Like, why would you even say that? She, Who gives a fuck? It's, like, why do we? And I mean, obviously we're talking about, but like, it feels like they just, her specifically, but like sharing so much private shit. It's tough seeing a man get put through one of the great cuckings all the time. What a fall from grace. Seriously. She seems like a bit of a succubus. Think about him in, like, bad boys. She's like, fucking muscled up. King shit. Sick cunt. Ali. King shit, Ali. To then be cucked to such a brutal degree. He was, yeah, you know what? He was already cucked. He was already cucked before he won the Oscar because of that whole fucking, I fucked with our son's friend. Thing. Correct. I saw something because now my algorithm's got fucking Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith in there. She said that like uh, she, you know, I guess it's in all this media shit she's doing for a memoir that Tupac. She used to go at Tupac that he proposed to her while he was in prison at Rikers Island or some shit, yeah, and then right. some absolute loser with too much time on her hands went back, 
and looked at all the timelines of everything and like when that would have happened and what she's saying and where Tupac would have, uh, and apparently she just debunked the whole thing being like there's no way fucking Tupac proposed to you while he was in Rikers he was there for a month while you were over here and while this and he was already fucking engaged to some other woman and he's only here to defend him and it was like it was like uh, all the people who were like you know like I guess uh, women in Tupac's life like no one talks about him the people who talk about him are people that are trying to leverage him Again, this is some complete loser on the internet, but... Yeah, it does seem like, because the the memoir was released worldwide yesterday, so a lot of the stuff that was being talked about in the news was from snippets that were given as, like, previews to promote it. So I think a lot of this stuff is her trying to push her book. I get trying to sell a yarn, like you're trying to sell your memoir, but, but like, the fact she's doing a memoir off the back of all this Will Smith shit anyway, like, there's a part of me that I'm like, don't you just sort of shut the fuck up for a little while and just, like, let that thing, let just, like... Yeah, but there's a couple of things. A, no one reads that memoir without that incident. I don't think no one knows who the fuck she is and then B to to put your husband on, on the Gronk further in order to sell more books yeah. is so etch yeah so etch like incredibly etch I feel sorry for him I feel sorry for him too I'm like dude you've like had your soul this is almost the only way that he'll come back is if she fucking puts him on the Gronk so hard that everyone starts to feel sorry for him and it's like you know what dude we see why you maybe slapped Chris Rock. It wasn't about Chris, but you you know you're not going to slap your wife. Good, no, nor should you. Chris Rock was the outlet of emotion, and Chris unfortunately just copped a stray bullet. He did. <laughs> wrong place, wrong time. Wrong place, wrong time. Uh, it just happens. The wrong place, wrong time was live at the Oscars. Yeah, just before you win, an Academy just before Award. you win, and, get, and then you get a standing ovation of some. Some pretty sick puppies. Some pretty <laughs> sycophantic sort of fucking fart sniffers. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about the greatest collection of all time fart sniffers? It's the Oscars. Yeah. The looks that they are giving to each other when, and this is the Golden Globe, so I know a little bit different. When, um, what's his name? Fucking. Don't know. When he gets up there and just roasts them all. Ricky Gervais. Oh, yeah. Is so brilliant. Like, it's it's just so incredible to see. Because they're all like excited to come to this awards night and suck each other off, and then Ricky gets up there and just absolutely eviscerates them all. And they're just like looking so offended and shit. I'm yeah. like, you guys take yourselves way too seriously. And it's fascinating to yeah. me. Absolutely fascinating. Um, anyway. Anyway, shout out to, to, to Will Smith. Has he said anything, the poor bastard? Like, does he just sit there... Getting pissed on from a great height. Yeah, so he's responded. Uh, He sent an email to the New York Times. Uh, Smith expressed that Pinkett Smith's revelations about their marriage in her memoir woke him up. He realized she had lived a life more on the edge and that she is more resilient, clever, and compassionate than he'd understood. He said, When you've been with someone for more than half your life, a sort of emotional blindness sets in, and you can all too easily lose your sensitivity to their hidden nuances and subtle beauties. Dude, this guy's fucking like, he's almost like chained in a metaphorical basement. This yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah. It's like when Reeks sh- ends up shaving that guy's neck and he could kill him, but he doesn't because he's such like. Yeah, what's it called? Stockholm? Stockholm syndrome. He's been like reeked. Yeah, he has. He's reek now. He is reek. He's he basically. His dick and he's, balls he's, cut he's, off. His dick and balls cut off. Sitting there being like, it woke me up to her beauty. Jada's probably fed him to him as well. Jesus Christ. Has he? Yeah, he's, he may have even eaten his own schlong. That's unbelievable stuff. That's fucking Shout tough. out to the Pinkett Smiths. Yeah. On her birthday bro. this year. A couple um, of sick, sick puppies. 
On her, on her like 52nd birthday this year, Will posted like a carousel on Instagram of all these photos of them together. And then the same day, she posted a video of her and Tupac dancing to one of Will Smith's songs back in the 90s with the caption like, just when we were kids together. Oh! <laughs> Fucking brutal. This is so hectic. The more you look into it, the more... Fucked it oh is. Oh my so god, edge. dude. My heart just broke for him then. With Tupac. Yeah, like this old 90s VHS um, video of them dancing to his song. Oh my god, this chick's fucking psycho. She's she's almost like this is almost reeks of a of an experiment. For her being like, what what can I get away with with this bloke? What can't I make him do? What can't That's I make him fucking feel? So brutal. Could you imagine your missus posting a fucking video with her ex-boyfriend from like back in the day? On what was it a birthday or On their her birthday? After you've posted carousel, she's like yeah, after yeah. you've after you've gone all carousel on her, dude. You've yeah. gone carousel, dude. She is a fucking that's gaslighty, isn't it? I don't know. I never understand what gaslighty is. But is she like gaslighting mm, Will Smith? No, in? Not I don't really. no, that's not gaslighting. You could call this perhaps toxic and emotionally abusive. Maybe it's a, that's emotional abuse. Okay, as opposed abuse. to gaslighting, which is correct me if I'm wrong. Basically, where you making you think something that's that, yeah. So you manipulate the truth. Yeah, well, I would much? argue gaslighting is a form of emotional abuse. For sure, yeah, for sure. But, not, but that's yeah. yeah, they're not the same thing. Not in a million years would I have dreamed that the Fresh Prince and I would become um, very acquainted. Not in a million years would I imagine three lives, their fates would be so intertwined. And never, and I never would have imagined that this video would become a tangible memory of the last time Park and I were simply kids together. Park and I lip-syncing Parents Just Don't Understand by Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince during our junior year in high school. Who would have thought? So they go to school together? I guess so. I think they went to high school together. But yeah, clearly this is just more promo for her book. She posted that video twice. Yeah. Back to back. There was a... Uh, yeah. Oh, got a bit of Tim Kales about it. Before um, we get to the dribbles, shout out to fucking Dean Bulldog Richie of some of the worst sporting takes generally, but like in recent... Like, is Richie the fucks per minute guy? Yeah, he's the fucks per minute when um, in the cheese potty. Yep. Where he counted the amount of times Cheese said fuck and uh, used that as a way to criticise him. Then uh, in the last couple of days, or this, like this week, he said that uh, NRL players... I'm just going to read the quote because it's just filled with uh, like stupidity, basically. Um, it's, it's absurd. It's completely and utterly absurd is what it is. NRL players jumping all over try scorers is irritating and childish. Sure as night follows day, a player will crash into and injure a teammate in this juvenile pylon. What are you talking about? He goes on to say that they should start shaking hands again. Yeah. Like, I, I'll give you the hot tip, mate. If you haven't seen someone for a long time, or you see a loved one or a mate and you're pumped up, you don't shake their hand. You fucking embrace But also, mate. didn't the fucking Panthers do the handshake... Didn't they start doing handshakes after people were criticizing? And he would have hated it. And, and he, he would have been like, oh, this is arrogant. Like, listen, it's all well and good to be a contrarian journalist who's trying to get some coverage in an off-season. This is probably when he comes to the fore because he's not one of the main journos. No disrespect, but, like, he's not. You know what I mean? He's not on many of the talk shows and shit, right? Like, it's there's NRL 360, 100% footy, if you're not on one of those. Who the Triple fuck M and shit, like. 
But that's just like such an absurdly fucking dumb take. It de- listen, if 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 he is being a contrarian and he's just like, oh, this will ruffle feathers, and he's laughing himself as he's writing it, I'm like, I get it. But if this, if there is a, if there is a genuine level of truth sprinkled in there, then but you- that's listen. If he's if he is just being contrarian, like that's the sort of journal you're going to become, right? Is one of people just go, but not going to take anything you say seriously. Or you can be someone like Andrew Webster or Brent Reid who, like, are considerate writers and fucking, you know, like, have an opinion that isn't just about, like, saying something wild. And But I can't believe that anyone would write that with sincerity. It's, well, just, it's just too absurd. He, and then he had, the other one he said was that the UFC, like, should be outlawed or some shit, that it's sadism. Let me get that one up. That was on Clarkies. That one's not, like, there's a, that one's not as an uncommon take. The it's jumping, not as uncommon take, but it's just, like... Jumping all over someone showing after a try. stupidity to me. Jumping all over someone after a try is insane. We know people personally that have this similar take, though, Tom. Do they exist? Yeah, uh, it's sort of we do. We don't have someone who thinks it's sadism, which is basically where you beat off and get fucking bonus from uh, <laughs> from fight sports. That being said, I will agree with him that I could probably get hard for a fucking for a fight of consequence. Well, I've been hard before for bring back of the handshake and then sport or brutality. The UFC is pure violence. Oh, we lost it. Oh, hang on. This fucking thing. It, oh, oh, bloody. Goes to the media player. Of course it does, because it's a stupid fucking... Uh, no, I don't think that's... So I'll read it out. He says, Sport or brutality? The UFC is pure violence. If such sadism happened on the street, you'd be incarcerated. Right, but when- it doesn't happen on the street, so it just doesn't happen on the street. Yeah. So, of course, yeah, if it happened on the street, if you started... If you fucking tackled someone on the street, you'd be in trouble, right? Played rugby league on the street. With yeah, some if you picked someone up and drove him into the fucking drove concrete. Him into the if you fucking... Gordon Tallis, someone over the sideline on the street, you'd be in some trouble. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be in big trouble. Carry on, Dave. Uh, he goes on to say, when will this barbaric brutality masked as sport be banned? Hitting, kicking, and kneeing a defenseless person ah, on the floor is def- a sport. There you go. So now we'll pause that there. Uh, you can't knee or kick anyone when they're on the ground. When they're on the ground. Secondly, if you're defenseless... Then you fights would be off. well. You're you're unconscious, and the fight stopped. No, if you can't, if you if, if you, you can't defend yourself, you can't defend your fight. Defend yourself, the fight's off. So you're not. That's how it works. You're not defenselessly sitting on the ground, getting hit and kicked. The and moment beaten. you're defenseless, that's when you're fights out. off. So, so makes no sense. Also, if you were going like it'd be like saying, "Jesus Christ, man!" If those F1 drivers did 300 on the fucking you know out in the street, like, yeah, 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 they don't though. But they don't. They that's do it the on point. a track. That's the point. Yeah, they're also like trained professionals doing it on a track. And everyone's agreed to be there. There's a, the, all the term, the set of rules is agreed upon. There are, and then back to the MMA, there's a referee there. There are doctors there. There are ambulances waiting on the sideline if something's happening. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I assume you don't care about boxing, which is... As sanctioned concussion as any fucking sport, you get knocked down, concussed, you can get back up and then keep going. At least in UFC, you get down, you get knocked out, it's done. That's it. Exactly right. It's And I love them all, don't get me wrong. No, no, no. No, I'm not, no one's getting you wrong, mate. But it's just insane. An insane couple of takes from the big fella, Bulldog uh, Richie. Now, there are a couple other ones that we... Um, we stumbled across on the internet. Yes, we just found, we them found on the them. internet. We found them. 
And there's been a few more floating in that I think some other people have found on the internet. Yeah, yeah, people are finding them. On the P's and D's. People page. are finding them, which which I like, because I can't help but feel like there's more out there. Yeah. Strange, though, dude. Weird takes. Weird, 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 weird takes. Shocking takes. Shockingly weird. It's got a... It's but, got, but good. No, good stuff. Good for But yourself. really good it's stuff. Got a, it's got a hint of the North Sydney Bears about it, doesn't it? Like, off-season, not much to do. Bulldogs in charge now. Like off seasons, bulldogs time. I, you know what though? The it's dog. just, it's just another, it's a, just another example of what makes Australian media and sports media specifically so great. Is that you got blokes out there like bulldog writing this shit? It's just, it provides such color and contrast. Oh yeah, there's a know? richness to it. There's richness. Just, just some of the dumbest shit ever written mm. existing. It's just. Bring back the handshake. Bring back the handshake, dude. It's it's so fucking good. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Yeah. The handshake was never you it's never used as like an emotional outlet. No. It's a respect thing. Yeah, fucking no. oath. Come on. No. Come on. Come on, bro. Bring it back. Fuck yeah. Say it's not. It doesn't it doesn't move the needle emotionally. It was used to show you're not Fuck carrying Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Score to try. Fucking hundred meter worldy, like something you've never. Imagine if what about after Sam Kerr scored that fucking psycho goal? Like everyone in the street was basically sucking each other off. We were so overwhelmed with emotion and passion. Imagine if everyone in the pubs going, "That was amazing! That was amazing!" Well, How mate, good was if, that? You, if you looked at the if you looked at the crowd and everyone up there instead of like losing it, hugging and kissing and shit, which is a raw human natural emotion. If everyone was up there shaking hands, you'd go, "We're in North Korea." What is he? What is he? We're in North Korea. What does he want us to do? What does he want the people to do? Because he's like on the field. What are the people in the stands doing? You think they're all just he shaking wants them hands? shaking hands because that's the way it should be done. Because hugging and kissing should be fucking banned under his. Because he's worried about. He's calling it childish and uh, juvenile, right? In, like, bulldog, in bulldog world, hugging and kissing and and jumping on each other when you're celebrating something emotionally is childish. Now, is this like? What's the what makes you an asexual? Asexual is you. Uh, I'm just trying to because he's also. I like. Is that like someone who just isn't attracted to anyone? And obviously, yeah. when you're celebrating, you're not trying to fuck anybody. I'm it's, just like. It's someone. What's the mindset of like? I don't think they're not. I don't think they're linked. So I, you know, we don't think he's asexual then. I no. listen. I I can't rule it out. I don't think he is necessarily based on the evidence at hand. I can't also rule it out. What he doesn't. What he fails to explain is that. Every human, when they're when they're having an emotional response to something, where there's camaraderie involved, will fucking jump on, like hug, kiss, mm. grope, mm. fucking like yeah. it's on for young and old. Everyone does it the same way for a reason to dull the senses, to dull the mind, to give yourself like uh, to almost castrate yourself emotionally. Mm. Tom is to rob yourself of what it is to be human. There will be no emotional castration on my watch. Nuh-uh. Tom. Not on my watch. Maybe on Bulldogs. Be, Maybe on Bulldogs. Hey, listen, watch. Bulldog a, clearly an emotional castrato. He's a castrato. There I said it. Bit of reek about him. Heaps of reek about him. From a celebration. From an emotional celebration standpoint. That's right. Mm. Yeah, asexuals, they don't experience sexual attraction, but they can be romantic. So they can have partners that the, they just don't engage sexual attraction with. So okay, they have emotions. So wrong word. Asexual <laughs> people have emotions. I don't, I'm not saying that Bulldog Richie is asexual. He's a castrato. 
But it also wouldn't shock me. He's emotional, Castrato. Just quickly as well before we get to it. New Manly logo. Thoughts. Everyone's been fucking blowing us up about it. I'm like, yeah, it's all right. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It's not the great. Like, it's not. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's offensive. No, some people like, some t- clubs will do new logos and they're shit ass, right? You're like, oh, this is bad. I don't have an issue with it. I think it's largely. I don't put, like, it looks good. I don't hate that. I like it. I like it. I wouldn't mind like some wings. Like I, cer- if- I certainly don't hate it. Listen, if 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 I was sitting down and I was picking one, I'd I'd have wings in there somewhere. That's just a personal preference. Yeah. I'm a wing guy. Yes. Also, friend of the show, Luke Bracey, made a good point. Like maybe having it on like a badge would be cool. Yep. Yep. Listen, but I'm the a- actual design itself, I'm like the eagle looks fucking fierce. Listen, it's the first time since '57 we've gone away from wings. Yeah. Sure. I don't think it's that offensive. I don't have a huge fucking problem with it. I don't. I certainly don't have an issue with it, Tom. No, I have no issue with it. The only thing I'd say is I would like some wings in there, and that's basically the long and the short. But I think we win the comp well, based on that. Well, but we won the comp anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I felt like we were always just going to win the comp. Yeah. You know what? If I could go to anyone, I'd go back to that 78 to 79 one with that gold. That looks pretty dope. Well, that was for the cent- what centenary of... Nah, not centenary. We only came in in 47. So it was for 50 years, was it? Must have been 50 years. Anyway, that 98 to 99 one fucking went mm-hmm. for a good reason. Well, that might have been Northern Eagles time. I don't know. But that one's a bit fucking... Yeah, that's a little bit like... That's a little bit uh, word art. Word art, yeah. That's word art yeah. right there. Anyway, we haven't had we've had a, the same logo for twenty years, so yeah, I don't mind mixing it up. Don't mind mixing it up. Punters dribbles quickly, just before we get into the dribbles, uh, and obviously I've already said that, but I'm saying it again because we've got one more thing we got to do. Is it's uh, it's baggy green time now? Another member. Another member. I wasn't here on Friday when this gentleman came in. Jack. Yes, Jack. Yes, please, Toddler, if you could grab that for us. Now, for those of you, some of you don't know, we uh, we have a betting show about even. Just hold on there, Toddler. Um, it's the number one betting show on planet Earth, and we one of the, the toughest things to do is get an, a Katoni Stags anytime try scorer because when you're on him, he doesn't score, and then when you're not on him, he does score. So wrangling a Stags has become something that we're quite – it holds quite a lot of weight and gravitas – Eddie, you've never done it, have you? No, I haven't. You no. haven't wrangled a stag. Sebo and I have. That's it. Um, but after many attempts, and we were like, we need a stag's head. So when you do wrangle a stag, you get your name in a little gold plaque up and the, on there. And, the, and what the bet was. And what the bet was. Mine's comfortably the best bet in the history of wrangling a Well, yours was the best narrative yeah. as well. well that, comfortably. Exactly. Comfortably. But, so we, we'd, we'd said for, I'm going to say the best part of six months, that we were in the business for a stag head. We had a couple of offers. I'm not going to say we were flooded with offers because that would be a fucking porky pie lie. A couple of people coming to us with stag heads that were just skeletons. Listen here. If it hasn't been embalmed, I'm not interested. If this isn't a what was a real stag head but it's mounted now and it's not going off, like it's just it, ex- it just exists into perpetuity, mm. that's the sort of stag head I was looking for. And we needed someone with a bit of gusto, a bit of go, a bit of fucking vigor to go out there and get the fucking job done. Now, Jack, whose last name escapes me, <laughs> But he did run the marathon. He's a fucking... I'm try, I'll try to find his name as you keep talking. He's an operator of note. He he went out and he and he talked to his old man, who's a bit of a fucking shooter, a bit of a staghead operator, talked to him about the best way to go about it, found someone who was in the staghead business, 
went down, picked the fucker up, and then got his mate, who's a chippy, to mount it onto a plaque. And here, punters and jibblers, it is. Sorry, Jack. Have a look at this thing. Have a fucking look at this thing. Careful, it's heavy. Look at that. That is fucking sensational. That's what it's all about. Don't get upset, Peter. That's what it's all about. My shoulder is in some serious That's incredible. That is unbelievable. So if you wrangle a stag, you get your name on that bad boy, Jack. You get a baggy green for going the big lift, son. Snorting, growling, howling, prowling on the back. Baggy yeah. green lunch coming Free merch up. for life. Free merch for life. Look at that. Welcome to the 11, brah. Well done, brah. Well done, mate. Katoni. This thing obviously is called Katoni, right? Yeah, it's Katoni. All right, of Tom, course it is. Come get it. What come, else would you come call Come grab it? Katoni. Hey, Tom, Eddie, hunters, dribblers. It's the uh, quick draw dribbler here. With a bit of a cautionary tale for some young dribblers out there. Uh, Sunday morning, just picked up a bottle, sorry, not a bottle, a box of Big Day Rosé from the post office and straight away chucked one of them into the fridge and gone on about my day getting into my work. So it comes into the afternoon time, been working on the lawn, getting hot, getting sweaty, when the wife comes out and goes, Oi, there's a bottle of rosé in that fridge chilled to within an inch of its absolute life. Let's fucking crack it. So anyway, absolutely, threw down the tools, smashed it open, put that down, straight down the gullet. Beautiful, legendary drop, gentlemen. Congratulations. Thank you. And then anyway, we've gone on about our night. She's uh, doing some uni assignments, trying to upgrade her skills, get a bit extra moolah for the house. And I've thrown in the towel and gone to bed because she's working until about one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, absolutely just neglected my manly duties because if there's one thing we know about Big Day Rosé, it's that it's a guaranteed route and I've just neglected not only my wife but my duties as a man. Anyway, about four o'clock in the morning, woken up, just fucking cum-filled pants, had a wet dream because the drop oh of Big Day Rosé so legendary that even though I couldn't go about my work, it has. It knows that I'm I'm out of route and she's just shot out straight away <laughs> right into the pants. So be careful, punters and dribblers. Make sure you don't ignore your duties as a man on the big day rose. Anyway, you're the bird forever, come build pants never. Uru. <sighs> That's I, I would say as well, just quickly that it goes both ways. If you're a if you're a gal and you've had some big day, guaranteed roots. <clears throat> I um I didn't expect that to take that turn. Did you? I thought they were gonna fuck. Well, that's exactly what I was waiting for. Yeah. And then four in the morning when he's nutted in in his own little boxes. Yeah. Well, d- yeah. Didn't expect it. Caught me off guard, but not surprised. Not surprised. Um, but he'll know for next time at least to try and put in the inquiry. Just pop your head in the room, the office. Hey, you go. Everything okay in there? <laughs> Rose, that was pretty good, wasn't it? <laughs> Rose, anyway. Anyway, I'm just off to bed. Or you have a shower, you're coming clean. Yeah, how you doing? Maybe drop the towel. Uh, Whoops. Oh, Does that just come off? Might have. No response? Okay, I'm, I'm off to bed to go and come in my pants at four in the morning. <laughs> Anyway, listen, it's good rosé. I'm not going to lie. Listen, at the end of the day, it's the best rosé. Yep. It's as simple as that. Yep. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Let's move on. 
Ah, uh, g'day. It's just Nev here. Uh, Sydney CBD Plumbing. I just like to uh, express my feelings of you fuckers talking about the All Blacks as being us, our team, we. Can we just drop it? It it fucking boils my blood. All right, that's all. Thanks. Bye. Jeez, I don't know what Jesus. the fuck his, his problem is there. I mean, we're fucking in a. Well, in a do, you want, do, you want, do you want me to get rid of my dad? Yeah, sorry. You want, me, you just, want me to do? You want me to pretend that my mum doesn't exist? That I didn't come out of the, did come out of the the inside of her? You, do you want me to just say, you know what, my old man doesn't exist, never did. Uh, he wasn't born in Christchurch, and I just we'll just forget about the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Do you want me to just forget that my granddad would get drunk every Christmas and stand up and do the hucker? I'm do not forget about my 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 lineage. You, you can't just turn it on and off, mate. Unfortunately, you can't turn off where you're from. Yeah, I don't. You don't choose where you come from. No, you don't. And you you don't choose where you're going. Well, you can. It's certainly easier. It's. <laughs> <laughs> It's easier to choose where you're going than when you've come from, yeah. for sure. And th- at the end of the day, you need to be honest about who you are as a man. And as a man, I love my state, I love my country, and I love my old man, and I love where he's from. And it's the, it, it, I know it annoys people that Tom and I have never lost a blood. So I know that fucking pisses people off and really boils blood, as mm. this, this dribbler indicated. But this is the reality, and I think this is what we all need to focus on as punters and dribblers. Focus, let's focus on this, that Tom and I are going for our sixth World Cup. Yeah. And I just feel like people are glossing over that. That's pretty, yeah. that's pretty, it's pretty special. People should be talking more about that. We're, putting out, we're Tom and O'Ree putting up huge numbers. Ridiculous numbers. Special numbers. Biblical numbers. Like numbers that no one's ever seen before. Yeah. And I mean, if it upsets you that, that we're into another World Cup semi... Looking at getting another World Cup fucking dub. Yeah. If that upsets you, dude, then I can't help you. We can't help you, mate. Sorry that we've never lost a bled. Sorry we're about to win another World Cup. Sorry that we're part Kiwi. Sorry that we got Kiwi blood running through our veins. Oh, there's a fucking WhatsApp doing the rounds. Someone leaked Sam. You know Sam Kane? Yeah, I saw that. I saw it. The flanker for fucking the is that, is that Was that the... Um, is our flanker? Was that the one where they were He's basically sh- talking to his mate and then he's that was, like, But they were giving shit to... Yeah, they were like, What's, what was going on with uh, Rico, Ioani and Sexton after the game? Because they were like lipping at each other. And he's well, like, Johnny oh, yeah. wasn't happy, was he? No. They were, saying he tell, they were telling him to enjoy his retirement, <laughs> Sexton, and uh, don't miss his flight home. And then, that's, that's just good banter. Well, it is. And then Brody Retallick, I think, told Omani, Oi, Peter, four more years, fuck with. <laughs> That's just good, honest Kiwi banter, mate. You don't that's like what that. we're about. That's what we're about. But also, like, that's pretty fucking full on to be sharing. Yeah, for, from Sam Kane's mate. Yeah, Sam Kane's mate probably should have left that where he well in got the WhatsApp it from. chat, right? Well, we left it where he got it from. Yeah, you know what I mean. But that's just some Kiwi on field banter. Yeah, listen, you, would, you wouldn't get you wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get it. We get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we get it. Anyway, let's just start focusing on what's positive, and that's man Tom just dominating. Yeah. Okay. Hey boys, um, punters and dribblers, I got my HSC math test tomorrow morning and I've just been doing these practice papers and all like every name in these questions just aren't real. Like here, Cosmo scored 25 runs in his cricket game. Who the fuck's name is Cosmo? And then on the other page, there's some girl named Ebony. 
Ebony has seven apples. Who the fuck is Ebony? Just all of these different names that just make absolute. Like, I've never heard any of these names. So, yeah, I, I don't know. That felt like saying it. I don't know. Means anything. I have to use it. I don't know. Yeah, well, wish me luck for tomorrow, I guess. By the time you hear this, I'm going to be done. My HSC. So, yeah. Uh, Canberra Raiders, 13 plus forever. Uh, Manly, 13 plus never. And, yeah, all right, see ya. The irony of that sign-off was that the Canberra Raiders didn't win fucking one 13-plus game all year. There, there's irony there's in that. There's irony in that. You, could have, you should have said Canberra 1-12. to 12. Listen, shout to those doing the HSC. Yep. Um, I, uh, we assume all of you 18. Uh, I would say to that gentleman that whoever wrote your test, probably a big Seinfeld guy, probably a big ebony purveyor. Yeah, that's more of a, I'm a Cosmo Kramer fan and I like ebony porn. Yep. I mean, I, I, that seemed quite obvious to me. Yeah, that's how. I mean, like, but just, I've completed my HSC. That's you know the I mean? thing, right? Like, I, he listen, doesn't. I don't think that he's going to nail his comprehension. No, I listen. Reeks of an asterisk out of this bloke. Yeah, maybe. Uh, like, what is it? Uh, what's the English? Is it just like just standard English? Is yeah, it like standard uh, and advanced, right? Standard, advanced, standard, advanced, four unit, extension, extension, extension two. Yeah, yeah. He's they he's still doing that. Guy. I don't know. Dude. He's a standard guy. Yeah. Well, I've, as well, far if, as they, I'm if aware, they're counting apples as well, it's probably well, probably a math thing. I think he did say that was his maths. Sorry. Exam. Well, he'll fucking he'll fail his general maths is what the I lowest is. I didn't do. I maths. did general. I did not do maths. No. Uh, yeah. But Tough. I did do extension two English. I did. I, I did general maths for two weeks and went, "What the fuck am I doing?" What did you write for extension two? And could I, we read it? Oh, I could probably try to dig it up and find it. It was a a dystopian uh, creative writing piece in two parts. It was kind of based around the Sydney lockout laws, which was a big thing at the time when I was doing my HSC. And one side, well, one story was basically like full authoritarian rule over nightlife in Sydney. And the other side was like kind of full libertarian, like whatever goes, no rules, anything. And it was a comparative creative writing piece that also my teacher pretty much wrote the whole thing. Shout out to your teacher yeah, for teacher. writing the whole thing. Yeah. Spoon feeding Dave. Not shocked by that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Good luck in HSC. Fuck. Mate. Hey, boys, just following on from the porn chat in the most recent uh, potty, um, I know a fella who thought that POV, also known as point of view pornography, was POV porn. He thought it was just all poor chicks. Um, and he really got into it. And it wasn't until one night where he said, how good is that POV porn that he was corrected and everybody realised what a fucking weirdo. Oh, oh, my, oh my God. God. Poor chicks. Wow. That is fucking <laughs> And then, like, to, to enjoy it. Although maybe he didn't know what no, he was but enjoying. I, no, about no, no, no. I think what – I'm going to step into bat for this poor young dribbler. I think what he liked about it was the point of view aspect. But he was like, whatever. It's, it's, and he it's, could only find that – he, he didn't put two and two together. He's like, yeah. only poor girls do this sort of stuff. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, right. Yeah. He's like, I guess it's like, sure, I'll watch poor people fuck as long as it's like this. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's insanity. That's insanity. You still do call it pov, I think. It's like, povo. You can't call it. It's povo. No, I'm saying you can still call POV pov. I don't think that's like, unless he was like, how's this povo porn? 
But what I'm saying is he's fucked the name. Like, it's Povo. Like well, you, yeah, this guy's just, I mean, the guy's fucked Are you Povo? Does anyone yeah. say, are oh, you Pov? Well, yeah, I don't think that you, yes, you do. That's the term. Povo. Yes. Yeah. Not Pov. No. Anyway. Pov means point of view. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Good stuff. Hey, boys, how you going? It's Matt from Newcastle here. Um, I just wanted to get your opinion on something. It's coming into summer, and I've just seen a bloke, an older bloke, like in his 20s, walking around in a wearable towel. You know the towels, it's got like a, a hood and armholes, and I just want to get your opinion on that, fellas. Personally, I fucking hate him. I think he looked like a giant fucking toddler, and <laughs> personally, I'd be embarrassed to wear one in public. But, boys, what do you think? Does the, does the practicality outweigh the... Fashion statement. Anyway, continue on. I actually, I've got, I think that it's a great point about it being toddler related. Like both of my girls have got them. Shout out to Zoe Estelle, whose birthday is today. Two years old. I think those towels though have a place. I think they have a place if you are doing early morning swimming, like at a beach or some shit or surfing. But if you're rolling down to the beach at like fucking midday with one of those towels, and you, I think I think it's horses for courses. I really do. I think that if I reckon, let's say you you'd spent the morning getting barreled with an inch of your life, green room stuff, green room sort of stuff, and then you you you're in the parking lot and you you you're removing your wetty and your sacks out as well because you don't wear undies, unlike Tobler, who's a fucking loser. And then maybe you slip, maybe you do slip into the towel and you sit around like the towel shirt. Whatever it is. But if you've got no pants on, your fucking dick and balls are out, out. No, but it hangs low. No, but it's like, isn't it... No, no, Isn't it, it like open sides? So there are, there are some... There's ones where you use like a towel t-shirt. That's a bit how you're going. But like, I'm pretty sure they've got... They're like open on the sides <laughs> and it's just got like a hood and they sort of like flop down on either side. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, as opposed to it being like something... Because then you've... But what I'm saying is I'm just I'm just trying to paint a picture. Maybe your dick's out for a little bit, but then you put some pants on, you're wearing this thing above you, right? Maybe like I could see someone like Ronnie Blakey doing that. You know what I mean? You mean close personal friend of the show, Ronnie yeah, Blakey. Yeah, yeah. And you'd and you'd see him doing it, right? After getting barreled with an inch of his life. He's got a big a, fat dick on him though. Yeah, in a car park, you know, he's hogged up. And you'd say, Yeah, that's play on. Hundred percent that's yes. play on. That man's pulling it off comfortably. Not his dick. <laughs> See, look at that one's quite long. Well, where's it gone? Sorry, our fucking TV's just fucking. Just calm down. It'll mate. come back. I think you. I think best of you just calm down. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're not annoyed by the TV. It's just I don't trust you with it. Oh, you mean like don't? See, listen. Now that's obviously. Do you know what I'm sorry? Can you can you can be? And now, but is that be... an open-sided towel? That it's looks hard like to a towel. See, now the problem as well with the towel, the wearable towel is this is a problem. Is that if you just want it to be a towel, like wrap around your waist sort of a thing, that's not going to do it for me. No. No. I, and again, I, think, I just want to go back to what you said earlier, Tom, about if you're nipping down to the beach in one of those things, you look like a toddler. You look like a toddler. But if it's like cold in the morning, again, you know, like, or it's that, it's like the sun's not fully up. You've had a swim. You're getting out. You've just surfed. You're, you're in the si- green room. Yeah, yeah barrels exactly. Barrels best friend, Ronnie Blakey. That's right. Like you pop one of those on. You're sitting on the back of the fucking ute tray. That's or what I was going to say. You're on the back of the ute tray. You're sipping a coffee. You're spinning yeah. a couple of yarns. With best friend of the show, Ronnie Blakey. Like, yeah. you know, Maybe his brother Vaughn nips Vaughn's down. Vaughn's down there as well. Well, we've all just been out there. And now the it's a family room. affair. Yeah. And we've just been in the green room yeah. all Four brothers. Long. 
Four brothers in a groom room all morning long, and yeah. now we're sipping coffees with our fucking towel hoodies Talking on. Talking about some of the waves we've just caught. Mate, that one was so sick. Exactly. No, Did you no, see how long I was in that barrel yeah, for? Like yeah. f- 70 seconds, yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. You know, give or take a couple. Yeah. I think that's play on. I think that if you're nipping down to the beach with your wife or partner or by yourself and you're wearing one and it's 11 p.m. on a Friday or a Saturday or a Sunday, 11 a.m. rather, then you look like a child. Because you also, the versatility there is you can't even lay on that. You look like a child. You look silly. You look like a child. Unlike looking like the the Blakeys. Yeah. Who are just cool as fuck. Close personal friends. Big dicks. Anyway. <laughs> Have we got time for one more? Yeah, one more. One more. Uh, Tom, Eddie, Steele, Dave, and uh, Tobler. It's the uh, considerate dribbler here. Uh, just checked in from Brisbane to the Everest tomorrow for a uh, nice bit of dinner at the Paddington where we've bumped into a friend of the show, Edward Simpson who happens to be sitting beside us for dinner. Um, and, you know, we're not the kind of guys to bother him, but we would like to ask you a question, Tom, uh, as a friend of Eddie. What do you think he's chowed down on tonight over a uh, dimly lit dinner with uh, his lovely wife, Ella? Cheers. Beer's soon. Kosciuszko uh, wins forever. Not knowing what to pun on in the Everest, never. Quickly, was the Everest a year since your Bucks? Yeah, it was on the weekend. Uh, was given a nice coming by the boys as we left. That oh, was a nice, nice touch. Screamed it or? Uh, wasn't, nah, it was, it was a nice one. Okay, so what are you in at the Paddington? Now, I mean, like the Paddington from memory. And I it's, get not, it's, not, it's not a diverse. No, I'm for, probably thinking you went steak. No. Or a chicken. We got the chicken. Yeah, there you go. Got I mean, chicken, like, fuck, chips. That's a 50% chicken, chips, gravy. Sides of can't remember. Got some oysters to start. Did had you get the, the broccolini. Um, fuck, a, I could eat some broccolini. I'd had a couple of martinis, so I'm just a bit scant on the deets. I know for a fact we had mousse for dessert. Fucking was good. that the crunchy cornflake yes, mousse I was talking dude, about? It was elite. Shout out to that mousse, dude. Uh, okay, I can try and work. Look at the menu this. here. <laughs> Sydney Rock oysters, yes. Uh, fried chicken, yes. We got sides of some shit. Keep going. Vegetables. Uh, maybe the roasted zucchini. Do we get that? But oh, maybe we got the carrots. We got the roasted carrots. Definitely got the roasted carrots. Um, that might have been all we got. And then we got the the mousse. If you go down a little bit further, the chocolate mousse, salted caramel, crushed wafer. Bang. Fuck, that sounds yeah. good. Um, sweet. I don't know why you wanted me. Why you wanted to guess that? But there was gravy involved. Maybe he's referring to that. I don't know. Well, listen. You either got steak or you got chicken, right? Like that's most likely what happened. That it's not like it's not like a. Uh, that's what not, I was trying. There's to think not a like, whole lot of range there. Like, is there going to be something specific? I don't know. Anyway, um, sweet. Shout out to the punter and the dribbler. Love you, and that. Bye. Bye. Oh, quickly, we're doing a live stream this Sunday, 5 a.m. UFC. Fucking Volk v. Islam. Listen, either you love your nation or you don't. It's it. it's a very simple question. We've had referendums before that have that have com- confused people. This one is like a referendum on do you love your nation or not. 
And if you do, you'll be up watching Volk at 5 a.m. with us. And Jarchi and Streety. So it's going to be a nice little early Sunday morning foursome. Yep. Jarch has already said he'll be on the whiskeys, yep. which I probably... I will know. not be doing that. But... That, each to their own. Each to their own. Free that's, country, That's bro. it. That's what freedom allows you. Yep. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore?